Hey, welcome back to the season one recap. Here's some clips from season one, some of the highlights, I would say, from season one. Hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed making it with all the friends and guests. But without further ado, here's the season one recap. You're a complainer. You've been complaining for the last however many tries that you didn't make it. You've been complaining, you know, the last six to nine months, maybe a year of your, you know, the eval that you didn't deserve because you deserved better for whatever reason. Maybe you did. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? It's this. uh, Look at me. Look at me. I need a Facebook hug to to validate my achievement. I say a lot of shit on Facebook and purposefully I say shit because a lot of it is. Uh, now, if if you want to base it on fact, I think some of it is. Some of it is purposeful trolling. And if you know me, you, you can. T- I think you can t- definitely tell the difference in it, right? We ourselves. I'm sitting here, and we ourselves. We're always sitting sitting somewhere that don't make sense. But you know, we we need to we need to take the time to kind of think to ourselves: What am I in the business of? And what am I doing to make that business better? You had to go buy new clothes. Yeah, yeah, for real. Because because you don't have, I mean, not that you don't have clothes. You don't have that type of clothes. You might not have exactly what you're looking for in the closet for that interview. Because you're trying to really get a job now. You're, you're absolutely right. And like, I, ha- I have stuff in the closet, you know what I mean, that yeah. I could have wore. But, but at the same time, I'm thinking like, man, I got a best foot forward, man. I can wear yeah. this. Or I could just go buy myself a nice, I think I... It's the most expensive shirt I've ever owned. It's like a hundred and ten dollar freaking. Oh, okay, shirt. Chad. You know okay, I, mean? like, I tell my kids, um, it's only two things I really want. I just want you to work hard, and the second thing is we'll live with the results. So if I can get you to be the best version of you, if I can get you to take you know strength and conditioning serious, if I can get you to take uh, whatever you're doing serious, then. I'm okay. I, I say killed it, you know, because in, in my mind, I, I always strive to do good. But this is, and I was talking to people there and afterwards, they're like, hey, good job, good job. I'm like, cool, I appreciate it, thanks. And that's not, that's not for me. That's for the family, right? I'm not there to sound good for myself. I'm there to sound good for the family so they can understand everything that is happening. I really don't want to do this, you know. Yeah. I need to do something that's going to make me happy. So me and I talked and um, our initial plan was to, I'll let Nia tell it from here. Yeah, so so before we started talking about what we were gonna do post-military life, I was still on the fence on whether I was gonna retire or not. So I hadn't quite pulled that trigger. Dave was, you know, Dave knew in his mind he was going to retire, set date, you know, he knew he was going to do that. And, you know, we had talked about me retiring and he really just told me, you know, you got to do for you. Like, I can't decide your career for you. And so I was on the fence. I was, you know, looking at different orders. I was looking at, you know, maybe staying in for another tour. Um, And I really just hit that wall that, you know, one morning I woke up and I was like, yo, I'm done. Like, this is it. I've had a pretty tumultuous um, time after the Navy as far as like, I've had these like really great successes. And then I've fallen pretty hard as well. So, and that's just part of life in general. And I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. 
for the Navy commission, they made it the same as the Army. Because what the Army does, when you're enlisted and you go into the officer side, become a Mustang, your counter starts all over again. All right. So you if say you did 20 as enlisted and then you become an officer in the army, your counter starts all over. So you can do 30 if you want or another 20 as an officer. I said, you serious? He goes, yeah. What do you want to do? You, you want to still retire? Or you want me to pull your your papers? I said, damn, pull them papers, man. Pull them papers. I want to stay. <laughs> you know, um, so our cop is like, dude, what? the? He's like, Shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? So they're like, hey, go up and, and scrub the deck up and control, you know, get away from here, get away, stay as far away from these kids as you can. Um, so um, he's up there scrubbing the deck. And uh, for sub guys, uh, you get your your qual card. It fits in your pocket and you laminate pages as you complete those pages uh, with the signatures. So it's a it's a pretty good sized book. It was in my box at my retirement ceremony. And uh, so it's sort of waterproof. So. He, he pulled it out of his back pocket. It had like three signatures on it. Like, that's it. Out of like the thousand that you need. But so he, he's dunking it in the bucket of water and he's scrubbing the deck with, with, his, with his qual card. <laughs> so he's scrubbing the deck with his qual card. And nobody notices that first, right? But the chief who's like the diving officer of the watch is like, is that your, is that your qual card? And he's like, leave me alone. He's like, don't talk to me. And he, so everybody's flipping out because that's like the ultimate form of disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy. yeah. So 